Welcome to Campus Talk, a public affairs show on Utah Tech Radio, addressing public issues in Washington County and Utah Tech University. Today's program is going to be about giving advice to incoming college students on how to make their education worthwhile with our special guest, counselor here at Utah Tech University, Brian Jacobs. And now on Utah Tech Radio, here's Kasaya Philpott with Campus Talk. Part of the college experience is actually going to classes. Lots of people do focus on the more enjoyable moments, but the whole reason we are here is for the education aspect. So I am joined today with Brian Jacobs, who is a counselor here at Utah Tech University, and he is going to be giving advice to incoming college students on how to make their education worthwhile. So you're the academic advisor, and how often do students come in with no idea what they're going to major in? I think there's a really good mixture of people who have definite ideas. They've been planning it maybe their whole lives, and they've been working already in high school, getting concurrent enrollment credits. Uh, And then there are other students who are just sort of on the conveyor belt, and the time comes up, and it's like, oh, time to go to college. Here I am. What do I do now? full spectrum of both. Perfect. And how do you guide those students through the process of choosing the major that they're going to major in? I've I've been advising students for 13 years now here in the Communication and Media Studies Department. And um, I have a lot of perspective on watching people make it. All right. So I could, I I would say that's probably the most valuable is that I can, I, I can actually tell them stories about people that succeed. And I would say to remind them that it's a voluntary process. They don't have to be here, which is the big transition coming out of high school. I think until now, you know, 12, 13 years of kindergarten through 12th grade, sort of like caterpillars climbing up, and their their job is to eat the leaves. Now they get to go into this transition where we society actually gives them permission to transition into the future person, the, the, the future career they want to have going forward. That's a really magic time where they, where they can um, discover uh, their potential. Right? It, even if they've kind of mapped it out, now's, now's when it actually starts to happen. Yeah, that's awesome. So with, like you said, with your 13 years of experience, what is the average average switchover rate from major to major? Oh, boy. Um, I think changing majors is a very common part of this project. People come in with preconceived ideas about what they're studying. Maybe they get some reality checks. Uh, a lot of people bump into math or science requirements. They didn't realize they have struggles in that department, or they just plain haven't really explored possibilities. Right, so they'll find a major that all of a sudden lights a fire in their belly. That's that's kind of a cliche, but it really does happen. And when they know when they found something they love, um, they have to kind of trust that it's okay to love it, and then they do. That is perfectly put. I know so many people who do switch over from another major to communications, and with you being a counselor for communication majors a stereotype that it has is it's like stereotype to be the easiest major 
Would you agree with that? And would you recommend people to switch into communications? Uh, the latter question, I, I encourage them every day to do that because I believe in it. I think it's a fundamental uh, part of all of our lives. Ironically, that same um, basic foundation of it is why it might feel easier to people. They've been practicing since the day they were born. The very first time they scream, someone responds and gives them a blanket or comfort or bottle. And they're like, wow, that screaming thing worked. I think I'll try that again. And then they start a pattern of practicing communicating, right? And they, they realize that that's kind of important. Then they become toddlers. All of a sudden, they're frustrated that people aren't understanding the limited vocabulary they have. And you can see a toddler get very frustrated. I think we work on those skills our entire lives. Um, when people realize or come to the idea that communication can actually be a college degree, then it's like, wow, I didn't, I, I, this, this feels so familiar that it must be easy. But they've been practicing a long time. That does not mean that they are getting it all right. In other words, it's easy to practice your whole life bad practices and miscommunication and misunderstanding people. So when they, when they come into our classes, we give them the skills to kind of um, polish the good, you know, the, the good practices of communicating well. And to be good at communications, you have to actually go to class and learn about it, which is, I feel, like a hard part of college is actually going to class itself. So what's some of the best advice you can give incoming college students on going to actual class? Uh, good question. Um, I think a lot of times cultural influences and all of the fun and the parties and stuff can actually distract from that main thing. It's just the habit, you know. If, if they're if they've got if they brought that from high school, they won't have any trouble using that here. If they're kind of distracted or um, um, have a schedule that maybe isn't set up perfectly, we can look at that and try to make it more convenient, um, more more workable. People are juggling so many things: their lives, their work schedules, their friends, and their their activity kind of calendars. Uh, I think they just need to buckle down and remember that primary motive um, and then just start counting up the days they made it you know keep making it if you miss a day figure out what to do to make that up don't fall behind and then be overwhelmed by falling behind it, cum it accumulates yeah so like we were saying with all of everyone's life it can get stressful juggling mm -hmm. around everything so what would you say to someone coming into college on how they can prepare before entering college for the college environment? I would look for opportunities to find the information about the institution you're going to. We have a lot of good orientation meetings, uh, summer activities, of course our pre-week, uh, freshman days. Those are all built with a lot of resources in place to help people um, connect with those habits, you know, those patterns, or find out what some of those best practices are, time management, money management, social management, you know, all of the kind of anticipating what might be a distraction, um, and then finding counseling if you need it. Go in and look for a tutor. Uh, talk to a professor. And sometimes they're afraid to you know, look beyond canvas about how they're doing in a class, and they'll be surprised to find out that teachers are actually people too. 
and they want them to succeed. You know, sometimes uh, those those are the things. I've, you know, of course, while they're here, that's a developmental thing. You have four years to figure it out, um, but they go quickly. You know, eight semesters for a typical bachelor's degree. So, yeah, that's you don't, crazy. They don't have to be perfect day one, but they have to keep trying all four years. And like you were saying, you have been a counselor for 13 years. That is an incredible thing that you have done. So what makes it worth it to you? Do you have any stories that make counseling such a prideful accomplishment? Well, I definitely love seeing people reach those goals. When, um, when they come in, they might overcome doubt, uh, overcome challenges, um, work through, you know, the attendance issue or the time management part. Uh, if they overcome financial burdens, um, some of these are real, real valuable achievements, and um, they recognize that they've they've earned them. You know, and it's 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 just satisfying to you know, high five them at a graduation or hear back from them when they get employed. Uh, it's life altering stuff. So how it's easy to be kind of gratified by it if I've contributed at all you know, and, and they tell me that I have so you definitely have with me personally I know that having a counselor as good as you and as like knowledgeable as you it really does help with the college experience Thank you. so going back to switching back and forth on majors I know that some students they work hard for one major and they do it for a long time and then they decide to switch over to a next one. And that can have benefits and cons. But I feel like the satisfactory of actually sticking with a major or that you love will be worth it in the end. Do you think that it's a bad idea to switch once you've already started with one? I think it is more difficult to switch the later it is. So in the process, if you're already a junior or a senior, you have more consequences that might extend the time frame. A little bit. Um, finding a better fit of major is never a bad thing if it's sincere. You know, if they really do find, oh wow, I don't have to hate this this topic that I've been working on. Um, it can really make a difference. It will feel they'll feel that they'll feel that it, it is a good fit, and it's like, oh, that's how this should have felt all along. Right, get the general eds done, kind of validate high school and prove that you're you've finished, turn around and face the other half of that mountain and launching into the future should feel exciting, should be rewarding, and you should feel more and more confident as you prepare and, and invest in each of those each of those classes you're putting into that shopping cart and filling up, you know, the basket of preparation. Those are tools to take with you. It's like if you were going camping, you go to the store and get all the things you need to, for a good, successful trip. Well, college is sort of like getting ready to go on a, on a, on a journey like that. Exactly. That's so well put. For these incoming students or these incoming high schoolers that are looking into colleges, Utah Tech is obviously an amazing school. I can testify with that. I'm sure mm -hmm. you can as well. Why do you think high school students should come for college to Utah Tech? What do you think the benefits are? I think everybody loves to talk about the price tag being so affordable, most affordable in Utah, certainly most affordable in the western states, 
brings a lot of people here automatically. They're looking for a bargain. Uh, what they don't realize is culturally, um, uh, environmentally, I mean, they're coming into the, the most amazing part of the United States in terms of what you can do and see within short distances and experience. Um, there's definitely an in, uh, institutional um, effort here to to connect with all kinds of other people coming to any, like in any campus, you know, you have the, the life experience sort of phases and, and challenges and uh, excitement of that. Um, you're not selling short. You know, the price tag doesn't mean it was a cheap school and cheap experience. Uh, just the opposite. It's very enriched, and I think people have uh, are surprised by how much there is scheduled for them the opportunities they will have, the connections they can make with a lot of networks of friends. Those networks turn into you know, lifelong career networks and possibilities. Um, yeah, there's plenty to be here. The ads are pretty much what they say. That, you know, they get what they get what they expect. If they're and that's if they're willing to invest, you know, in their own experience. Sometimes if they just kind of stay stay isolated or within themselves, they might have that they'd have a challenge with that whatever school they were going to and a big topic right now is mental health for everything especially when it comes to college switching into a new atmosphere having more of a workload and on top of that you have to pay for everything yourself what do you think is the most beneficial thing students can do to make sure that their mental health is prioritized as well as their schooling Boy, that's an important topic. Um, obviously, the, the global pandemic in, impacted a lot of things that way. This is definitely the the classes. The classes coming in now went through that in high school. Uh, had a lot of, I think, um, adjustments to make coming out of that. Mental health uh, topics are everywhere, um, but they also don't have to define, you know, the possible outcomes. I think it's um, it's important for, for people to balance that aspect with the other things, certainly to connect with the resources we have in the Health and Wellness Center, um, with counselors here on campus. If students need to bring accommodation permissions with them from a high school setting, we have that here on a campus. Uh, there's so much awareness in all of our faculty and our staff about um, looking for red flags and helping students um, find the resource that might help them. So they're in a nurturing, um, safe environment here and uh, have the opportunity to succeed and thrive and overcome you know, their own anxieties and fears in that regard. So I, I hope they don't feel like they have to carry everything alone. Awesome. That is beautiful. And to wrap up, what is just your last piece of advice that can help any college students if you have one. Get enough sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Prioritize things that you know you need. Keep your keep ahead of your keep ahead of yourself. I've, I see students feel overwhelmed or maybe a little bit embarrassed if they miss a class or they, they do poorly on a test. They'll overreact in response to that that moment and not maybe not get up and swing the bat the next time. You know, or they'll, they'll be too embarrassed to go to the class that they just missed or that if they didn't go to a test, that will instantly grow into the next problem. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say 
listen listen in Trailblazer Connections to the basics we're trying to give people and and then come back and talk to us. Find a counselor, find a, a professor, look for some resources to help. You're not you're not in this alone by any means and um, there are people who you're just surrounded by people who want you to succeed. Why not? You know, if you can. Feeling challenged is normal, not um, unique. Yeah, it's not, you're not the only one who feels the way you do. So I would, I would definitely encourage students to, to reach out and not be afraid to reach out. Thank you so much. That was Brian Jacobs. He is a counselor here at Utah Tech University. Definitely one of the best ones, so I highly recommend. <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you. You've been listening to Campus Talk a public affairs show on Utah Tech Radio, addressing advice that incoming college students should take to make their college experience worthwhile. With our special guest, a counselor here at Utah Tech, Brian Jacobs. For more information about Brian Jacobs, go to MyUT. You can also listen to a podcast of this and other shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, and utahtechradio.com.